Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, let's catch up. I know that you are soothing yourself right now in a different way. This is kind of unique. Taylor. It is uh, very unique. <laughs> you know, here's what's interesting, though. Here's what's interesting. I just want everyone to know this, Taylor. Uh, you and I have bonded over many things in this world. None so much as perhaps skinny French fries mm-hmm. and dessert of any sort, really. But I but hate fat fries. For, for new yeah. listeners, I absolutely despise fat fries. I'm a Gotta fry freak. I, I have to have them at least three times a week, but they have to be shoestring skinny fries. No doubt. And we have crushed. And then I'm a chocoholic. But recently, Sam just called me and I was scarfing away on a salad. And I don't eat salads. And this is not an ad. Although I wish it was because I've spent way too much money on Postmates and Uber Eats for these Mendocino Farm salads, the avocado and quinoa crunchy salad. It is to die for. The crunchy quinoa in that avocado salad. And I know now of which one you're talking about. I I think it's like the dressing. I swear there's an addictive ingredient in there. There's something in there for sure. But but that is how you are trying to soothe what happened on Sunday. Okay, Let, let's now you actually were watching. But you this. know what? Before I before I jump in and before we yeah. jump in and say, oh, gosh, the Ravens played like horrible, which they did. But let's give a little bit of like, let's just, just off the bat, start off and just give some praise and some credit to Joe Burrow and this Bengals team because they looked really, really good. They clearly were the better team on Sunday between the Ravens and the Bengals. And I think it was obviously a very surprising game for a lot of people because the Ravens had been hot before then. But the Bengals just looked like they the more complete team on every aspect, especially their offense. Joe Mixon, uh, the two touchdowns by um, Uzoma. Uzama, right. First of all, you get Uzama, the, the tight Uzama. end. Uzama, great, great way to pronounce even, it. Even, even Piran got in the end zone, right, on one of those, those last two kind of dagger runs that really just put it away. And we haven't even said the name that we should have yet. Jamar Joe Burrow. Jamar, oh, Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yes. Burrow and Chase. Offensive rookie of the year, potentially. He almost wrapped it up right there. Taylor, that's the most points the Bengals have ever scored in Baltimore. And it happened with Burrow and Chase. And think about, you know, that draft pick at the time, it seems like a good draft pick. Obviously, they they need a receiver. They want a weapon for Burrow. Mm -hmm. They could have went with the offensive line to protect him. Instead, they go wide receiver. And and you're thinking, oh, how adorable because Chase and Burrow played in LSU. Yeah, but But, you can already see the chemistry. The chemistry is there. They already have something special. So now you carried over even more now. Yeah, it looks like they long gone are those preseason concerns that he wasn't going to be that good and that he was dropping balls. Remember? Remember when he couldn't catch the football preseason? I mean, it's just and now I mean there was actually I mean look him and Devontae Smith and of course we're a long way from these careers being over but you know that was the debate coming in was it Chase or Smith and Chase took that year off. Remember taking the year off and it's sort of out of sight, out of mind, and you forget. And here he is putting all the doubt obviously behind him, the start ever for a rookie wide receiver through seven games, ever. We're talking NFL history with what he did with 201 yards against the Ravens on Sunday. Taylor, that was a yeah. masterpiece. That was, was really special. And, and of course, and you I know, listened, this is- 
I look at the game and I'm trying to like dissect it as to like what went right, what went wrong in the beginning. It was really the Ravens offense that was off to a slow start. They couldn't really get much going. You're wondering, you know, when are they going to start completing some of these first downs? And they were, their defense was actually getting to Joe Burrow and getting through the offensive line. And they were definitely putting tons and tons of pressure on them through the first quarter and a half. So I thought, okay, well, they're going to wear them down that way. The offense ended up getting going for the Ravens, and it was the defense that just could not stop them. They couldn't stop the run game. They couldn't stop the pass game. They couldn't stop Joe Burrow. They couldn't stop any of it. And How you're about really seeing the effects season? of no Marcus Peters, I think. That's, that's for sure. And by the way, last season, the Ravens outscored the Bengals 65-6 to in their two matchups. So clearly the Bengals had that on their mind this time around, and, and yeah. that was that was letting it all out. I mean, the Bengals are the one seed in the AFC right now. Of course, the playoffs do not start today, obviously. But it's an impressive run here out of Cincinnati. And at first, I was running around on Sunday watching that game. And I was, I was talking to our research team and asking, you know, is this the, the best Bengals start? And then you almost forget. The Bengals have had very had good, good teams. Starts. Yeah. Andy Dalton. Andy, Andy Dalton, Dalton is, is very a good quarterback. And, of course, Carson Palmer as well, right? I mean, of course, before that, Boomer Sison. But I'm talking, you know, of recent memory. Those were, you know, Palmer led some very good Bengals teams. And, of course, Andy Dalton did. But you just forget quickly because this division has been It's always been every run by the Steelers team. and Ravens. Yeah, it's been about every other team than Cincinnati. Even recently, Cleveland was the team last totally. year. Oh, here's the team that's, that's maybe on the rise in the division. But right, right now, if you're looking at this division, Cincinnati's the story in the moment. Now, Taylor, it's just I, so funny how from week to week, though, you know, like we came off that Chargers Ravens game and we're thinking, wow, the Ravens really are the real deal. They've got it all, you know, because the Chargers were such a good team before that. They still are a good team, but they had just come off of a win against the Chiefs, Raiders, and Browns, and then they lost to the Ravens. So you're thinking, okay, well, the Ravens must be that good. But it's no, funny how every week we can just feel totally different after each game. You know what's funny? Right now, I can't figure out who the best team in the NFL is, and I also can't even figure out who the worst team is. There's the a lot of there's a lot Bills of really bad Titans, teams. I think are the best team okay, in the so, AFC. So, look, let, 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 okay, quick timeout. We're just going to exhale from what happened to your Ravens. All right. <sighs> this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Buying insurance can be complicated, and you might have a lot of questions, like, "What if my policy doesn't cover that?" or what if I need to make a claim in the middle of the night? Good news. State Farm is there for all your what ifs. You can reach them 24-7, talk through any questions with your agent, and you can even file a claim on the State Farm mobile app. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com to get a quote today. Guys, it's gone. We're just going to breathe. It's gone. It happened. Cincinnati, congratulations. We'll just, we'll just say this much. It's more about Cincinnati than it was. 100%. Got to right? give them credit. Taylor, it's it's not you. It's, me, right? it's not it's not you. It's me. That's it. But Cincinnati, we will praise Burrow and Chase. They looked like they were right back at LSU, and that's that. All right. So now you mentioned the Titans. Are the Titans the best team in the AFC and maybe all of football with what happened? I mean, we're not even talking about Kansas City, which I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. But right now, the Bills and the Titans look like the best team in the AFC. And we they saw the Bills and Titans play two weeks ago. Yeah, and they just played head to head, and of course, you could say it could have gone either way. Obviously, the, the obviously in that could have gone either way. Titans got the stop at the end, so there you go. And and certainly Henry had his way with them. But I'm sorry, the nobody Titans, can stop Derrick Henry. He is a hurricane. Like he just he plows through. He takes three defenders to take him down. 
sometimes it's not even necessarily, okay, the long runs are impressive for sure. But sometimes I just marvel watching what he does, even in four yards, what he's Mm -hmm. able to do when someone's in front of him, that he's able to just gain yardage when there's nothing there. He, and he does, it's not that he's falling forward. He is moving forcefully forward. He is a scary person to go He is up. a scary person. Is One man scary. is not enough to take him down. Yeah, the, the term scary good applies to a few people. He's on the list. Absolutely. He is scary good, and you want no part of having to stop him. And it is a full team effort. You know, that commercial where he's running around with the Rams just kind of falling all over him. It's actually what it looks like. <laughs> when the Chiefs are trying to tackle him, when the Bills are trying to tackle him. These aren't the scrubs of the AFC. Think about what I just said. He ran through the Chiefs and the Bills. And by the way, the Chiefs have as many losses as they did all of last season. So I don't even know what's going on there. It's the defense. I don't think you can, a lot of, you know, Drew's, you know, pointing at Patrick Mahomes. It's not Patrick Mahomes. I think it's their defense that's really on the struggle bus. They also scored zero touchdowns on Sunday. Zero. I mean, that's not, you're not going to win a lot of games. And it's, you know, look, it's it's the first time in the regular the Titans season. have a great defense though. They so get, it's the look, Titans of the defense and the offense. They're a very dynamic team. It, it certainly came together. And the Titans had look, last year the Titans couldn't get to the quarterback and it's looking like they're beginning to turn that around. And certainly Mahomes would say they got to me. And it, it that was that again, scary good. Titans are scary good. Derrick Henry scary good. All right, Taylor, before we get out of here though. Hold on, we got to talk about the NFC. If we just said who we think is the best in the AFC, we got to okay. pop to the NFC. Okay, so at this Naturally, point... Naturally, the Cardinals, they're undefeated. Let's please give them some credit, right? Let's please give the Cardinals, give the Cardinals so some many, credit. You, you look at so many different sort of power rankings and everyone's always, you know, knocking the Cardinals down a peg, but they played... And, and let's be clear, they did play the Rams. Remember, it's not like, oh, the Cardinals didn't play anybody and they're just winning these games. No, they played head-to-head right. in L.A., and beat the Rams. Well, the other early. two teams, shockingly enough, are the Rams and the Bucks. And I would say, after yes. watching Tom Brady yesterday, he dismantles defenses. He's only getting better. He is only looking younger. I love <laughs> how Brady he, says. I love how Brady says against the Bears. I'm going to put in a half day, and then I'm going to come home. How, he's got four touchdowns in the first half. I mean, that's it's just it's unreal. He's playing better football than ever. They look way too good for them not to be back in the Super Bowl this year. The only, the only person that could potentially stop them it seems like is the rams though yeah I, I, so I still in the feel, nfc it's rams cardinals rams cardinals one, bucks. one if you had to pick one who would it be I, honestly I, the bucks i think i know i'm gonna go rams it's interesting because right cardinals beat the rams rams beat the bucks you know but but bucks might be humming better than either at the moment uh you know i'm gonna go with the rams probably because i take them to win the Super Bowl. So I'll just say right now, Rams are the best team all around in the NFC. But then again, look what Goff did yesterday. And by the way, kudos to our guy, Goff. We, we, yes, we shout out to Jared guy. Goff. Heck he, of a game. Awesome. What a homecoming. Honestly, they didn't win, except I feel like he still in some way played his butt off and kind of got his revenge in a weird way. And, and his coach right behind him, right? Dan Campbell clearly said, guys, let's do this for Jared this week. I mean, I mean, the two fake punts and just, I mean, they, they really left everything out there. They tried absolutely everything in that game and just, what a shame. And a shame that it was Goff in the end, who, you know, throws the interception as they're driving there. But I, you know, either way, it it was a tremendous effort, but the Rams to me, I'll say that's the best team in the NFC. And and for you to say any three of those Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, wouldn't be surprised. I, I probably would be surprised to see Arizona in the Super Bowl. I think I, I, think I that's know. Really the thing is that Arizona started really hot before, 
and I'm not trying to take credit away from them because they are playing spectacular football. They are the only remaining undefeated team, except we've seen them start hot before, and towards the end of the season, they trickle off. Well, they so that will be interesting to remember, see if that happens yeah, this year. And Taylor, last year, remember the game, the uh, the, the Hale Murray, the Kyler Murray, uh, Hale Murray to, to Hopkins That's against right. the Bills. After that game, you really didn't hear much from the Cardinals. You know, that was a game that was that was the height of their season, and then it never really came back to them. And 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 another shout out to our guy Zach Ertz. Uh, that was the longest touchdown of his career on Sunday for the Cardinals. Good to see him. Obviously in Philadelphia, you know, nothing doing there. No need for him to be there. Would much rather see him in Arizona trying to do something special this season. So that was that was very cool to see him amongst all of those weapons yeah. that they have in Arizona. That's a scary good team. And so Taylor Thursday night. Cardinals, Packers, I mean, if we think the Cardinals haven't been tested, and again, they did play the Rams in LA and won that game, but if you want to say they haven't been tested... I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals, not just because I think that they're the better team. I do think that I would have a different opinion or feeling on this game if Devontae Adams was 100% going to play. Devontae Adams is obviously on the COVID list right now. We don't know if he has COVID or if he came in close contact. Regardless, his status for Thursday is up in the air. So, so I think that that's going to be a huge. For sure, that's going to be that's that's going to be an impact. I'll, I'll say so. You're going Cardinals. I'll say Packers. Since the 38-3 loss inexplicably to New Orleans, that game that was randomly in Jacksonville to start the season, Rodgers and the Packers, yeah, have been on fire. Good. We didn't even mention them in in our conversation about the best teams in the NFC, and and I'm sure you know next week we'll probably be singing a different tune. Certainly, if they win this game against Arizona, but the Packers. The Packers, and it's tough to ever say that Aaron Rodgers is sneaking up on every, anybody, but he's probably fine with all the talk being about Brady and 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 with LA with Stafford and mm-hmm. together, and, and of course the Cardinals. But I kind of I like to look at the teams that the Packers have played and the Cardinals have played, and the Cardinals have technically had a tougher schedule, I think. So it, it's not look Green Bay. This is a, it's a proving game. It, the bottom line, it's it's clearly a proving game. It's a massive swing game when we look at what's going to end up happening. I mean, look, you got to get the if you want to buy, you got to be the one seed. You can't be the two seed anymore, right? It's just the one seed. So this is a massive game. Once you lose one of those crucial games to another top team in the conference, you're almost out of the running for that one seed. And Arizona, of course, has their sights on that one seed right now. This is a game you got to have, and again, at home for Arizona. But I'm going to take the Packers. I think they've been in this okay. more often than not. And so that's it. So there we are on two different sides of it. All right, Taylor, go back to your salad. All right, enjoy the crunchy quinoa. <laughs> I think that's the only thing that's going to soothe you in this spot. Hey, look, it's, it's yes, it was ugly, but we move on. Look, there's 17 weeks now, right? Just another week to say, forget about it. This one was early on. It'll be long. I love your optimism. That's it. There is still a lot of football left. 